Yo, check us out. Chuck D, public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking God. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, dog? This is Esha. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. It's your boy, DJ Paul KOL for 36 Young Busy Bone. Vice One. This your man, Matt Mine, the Hell Razor. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Walsh, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Perez. Welcome back to Murder Master Music Show. This is episode 762. Tonight we got a very special guest, you know, calling in from Queens. I'm talking about a legend right here, the one and only Sweet T. I'm going to bring her on in a second, but I'm going to bring on right now uh, the the guy who helped me set it up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Terrell from the Bay. Terrell, how you doing, brother? Hey, what's going down with you, fam? How y'all doing? Oh, man. Hey, you brought us uh, a legendary uh, MC tonight. We're going to chop it up with Sweet T. Um, you know, if you can, tell the listeners, a little, before we bring her on, tell the listeners a little bit about her. Oh, man. she she She's a certified, you know, hip-hop legend, man. I <laughs> uh, got introduced to Sweet T through my cousin, Donovan Perry, DP, uh, in 1986. And, uh, 86, yeah, wow, man. great year yeah, for hip-hop 86. Right, right, yeah. right, right And so it was uh, at the time in Oakland, you know, the crack era was going on But, you know, it, it was going through its transition And uh, my cousin had a boombox, you know, back then they called them ghetto blasters Yeah and So he put out the cassette tape <laughs> and he throws it in, you know, because we had a hip-hop station out there called KTOO, and they used to play all kind of stuff, but he hit me with something new. And so um, 
it was Sweet Tea. And her song that he he hit me with was a track called It's My Beat. And man, when I heard that I was like, Oh yeah. Tell so, you what, uh, let's let's bring let's bring yeah. Sweet Tea on right now. Uh Sweet Tea, uh how how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's an honor, honor to have you on the show. Um, you got uh, uh, such a such a, a vast history in hip hop, you know. Um, but my first question to you um, isn't even hip hop related. You know, twenty twenty has been a, it was a crazy year. Twenty one so far is not much better. How have you and yours been holding up through all this crazy stuff? I've been holding up pretty good. I've been holding up pretty good. Um, on the onset of um you know covid i you know i caught it right right at the top you know well almost at the top and like in the march i had it and um i was more of an asymptomatic case so like i couldn't taste or smell but you know i went through it like early on mhm so it was it was good. pretty mild for you fortunately yeah it was my there's like some there's some lingering after effects to it though and um that we're working on but uh, you know I'm here I'm here this you know I got, I'm grateful and thankful cuz a lot of people that that aren't here you know and yeah. this thing took them out you know so many so many I think they said today 4000 people um yeah. and and if you look at other countries like if you look at Canada they might have 50 deaths a day. You know, Japan might have you know, only 100 people die a day. Here, we're going to have 4,000. It's just insanity, you know. Yeah. Um, but you, uh, you know, you, you got uh, music out now. And, um, you know, being an artist, you know, touring and, and promoting your music, merch, all that stuff is very vital. COVID has really affected that aspect of it, too, are you going to be doing like maybe some virtual stuff or anything like that? Well, we were just getting ready to launch, like, because I had a lot of music at that time, and we were getting ready to launch. We started, we put um, the the record I sent you, I Am Doing Love Out, which is available on all platforms. And though everything was shutting down, we shot a, you know, a quick visual for it and put it up. And, you know, we didn't know it was just, this thing was just going to linger on and on and on and on, you know? So yeah. we just, I just stayed in the studio and just worked. And I worked hard, I mean, all of these months. And um, we're going to try again this year to, to, you know, to launch out and just, you know, move forward all of that. So we're contemplating doing a bunch of things, you know, some virtual stuff. And, man, I'm hoping, man, we could touch some stages in 2021. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved, absolutely. I moved a lot with my with my peers. You know, um, we, you know, the old school shows, you know, happen all the time, and it is. I had to like really, you know, call people like y'all. I miss you. You know, like to take yeah. for granted that I'm gonna see you. Oh, I'm on the show with with you know special ed and this person and that person next month. I see him then. You know, so but now we, you know, we on the phone. Like hello. You know, just want to hear your voice type of thing now, you know, because we're not even seeing like each other isolation. like we used to. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of everybody lives in different states, but then we always, 
meet up at the show, like, you know, hit and play and just everybody. So we, you know, had to get tight, even more tight knit and calling each other and just, you know, making sure we good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully you guys can get back, uh, you know, to normalcy. Everybody can, you know, soon. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, because it's, it's, you know, hip-hop right now, I believe, is making a comeback. You know, there's a lot of, of legends. Public Enemy dropped an album. Um, you know, MC8, he stays dropping albums. Um, a lot of dope music out there right now. What made you decide yeah. to come, come back with it right now? Were you seeing that yourself? Well, no. It was, I've, I've never stopped recording. Never. Yeah. I have never stopped recording. But some of the production and the things that I was working with, it was like, it's good. I still got it. I like it, but it never, and then it would make, you know, people that were work, working with me kind of angry. Cause they were like, why you don't want to put it out? And I was like, I don't think it's, I don't want to put that out, you know? So it was a lot, a lot of, you know, a lot of work over the years, but then I got with, um, Pudgy the Fat Bastard, um, in 2019 and we just clicked and we just started working and the kind of music that I wanted we were finding and getting and we've been working so hard together and um now I'm really I really like what I'm hearing and I'm I can't wait to put it out so I've been recording I I've been recording nonstop you know for years well, it's like an art it's an art for me it's an art. Keeping you uh, uh, sharp and, 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 yeah, man, and plus you get the love for it, I would imagine. Um, yeah. You know, it's become it's part, part so me. much part of your life, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, Kid and Play. Um, when did you first meet those guys, you know, and what was your first impression of them? Well, we were all in the, in the Idol Makers camp together. It was Salt and Pepper, Kid and Play, Sweet Tea, Dana Dane, Kwame, and even and Antoinette. For the short time that she was um, rhyming, we were we were called Idol Makers. So, you know, when I met them, we were all you know hungry and getting started, all to, um, together. Yeah. So they're like you know my brothers. You guys all came up together. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. you said uh, Antoinette. Is that uh, the artist? Did she? Uh, who did she put out music with? Did she put out something with Luke back in the day? Luke Skywalker Records. No, Antoinette was with Herbie Lovebugger as well. Okay, and Herbie her, Lovebugger. Her, right. Yeah, Herbie did all of our uh, music, and um, she was she put the record out. I, I got an attitude. She had oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you yep. guys, I mean, you guys were all, you know, like a, um, <clears throat> like the freshman class of that era. Yeah. Yes. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, now you, um, you know, you caught the attention, obviously, of Profile Records, who, um, mm-hmm. you know, house run DMC. What was it like, you know, signing to the uh, to that label, you know, at that time, you know, the success of Run DMC. Well, Herbie was actually working with Dana Dane, and Dana Dane was signed to Profile Records. And when Herbie started working with me, 
uh, there was a particular studio that I like to work in, and I asked her, I said, Herbie, can we record my songs in the studio? It was called Bayside Studios. And I um, asked him, I said, can we record there? And he said, you know, all right, well, let's, you know, let's let's do it. So we went to record It's My Beat at the studio, and Herbie and David Ng, the guy who owned the studio, they just clicked right away. And um, Herbie was like, wow, you know, I want to bring, I want to bring the whole team to record here. And so Herbie took the tape up to Profile Records of It's My Beat to ask Corey, can he change, you know, remember then it was like you had your uh, accounts with the studio that, you know, you're going to record in, and in order to get it changed, you know, you got to ask. So, you know, people record anywhere now in their house, wherever, but then it was an account. So when Herbie played It's My Beat for Corey at Profile, he said, okay, it sounds good, but who's that rhyming, you know? So we didn't even get a chance to really shop the deal. It was, I recorded the record, and then Herbie came on paperwork, like, you know, Profile Records wants to sign you. And it was very exciting to be part of the team with Run DMCs and, and you know, Dana Dane and everybody that was signed to that label, King Sun, D. Moet, all of them. It was it was it was cool, you know. Special Ed. We were all on profile a lot, together. A lot of uh, um, a lot of a lot of lyrical ability right there. A lot of mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of a lot of words. You know, um, when you when you guys would all get together, you know, um, in the studio or even on, on, on tour or whatever. Was there any kind of competition between anybody? No. I mean, you, when fun? you listen, when you watch it, everybody is different. Everybody was different and brought something different to the table. And, you know, I didn't tour a lot with Run DMCs when I came out of Sweet Tea. Um, but most of the time when I did shows with Run DMC was when I was with Davey DMX because the first song that I did was with Davey DMX, Once the Trouble. So I did. I was already familiar with going out on the road with Run DMCs before I even got a profile deal. But um, yeah. I, I did. A, I did a. You know, me and Special Ed had probably run a lot together our whole career. Um, Dana Dane as well. So, but no, it's, it was all love. It was definitely all love. Yeah, and like you said, you guys uh, to this day. You know, it's like a, you guys got such a bond, like a hip-hop fraternity type thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, have you guys ever thought about maybe doing a documentary, you know, Kid and Play, yourself, uh, everybody? We, we before COVID, we were actually had weekly phone calls. The company was being put together to get everything done. Even though Salt and Pepper have that movie that they're putting out on Lifetime, so said so that was something different from what she wants to bring to the table to the uh you know for our documentary the idol makers so we um we were really talking hard about that and then when everything hit it was just a lot going on with everybody so i'm really hoping that it uh picks back up you know and 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 we get that done because the one thing that I, would kill me is if we didn't get to do this while everybody was here, you know? Yeah. So it's like, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. So 
hopefully in in 2021 somewhere along the lines here we'll we'll pick back up and and finish what we were starting yeah uh you're 100% right about that because uh i've seen so many groups you know like the ghetto boys for example they lost bushwick bill and dj ready red before they could you know put together some type of a tour or project or you know mm-hmm. um and it's sad that happens all the time you know um Right now, we got Dr. Dre in the hospital suffering uh, from an aneurysm. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's uh, horrible. We wish him the best. Um, yeah. But uh, tell us about your, uh, you know what I'm saying, your, your new project. Uh, I know we got the, the single here and the videos out there. Um, mm-hmm. or, um I Ain't Doing Love. Uh, is that part of an album or EP or something? Mm-hmm. No, it's it, we were just gonna drop. We were gonna drop some singles consecutively, and try to you know just one after the other and try to you know build up some momentum. But you know that that COVID was just like a punch in the gut. It you know it just stunned everything we were doing. And then when I you know immediately I got sick after I shot the video. It just really you know kind of threw everything off. So we're we're regrouping with the plan to, you know, move forward this year. I don't have, like, all of the details of how we're going to drop everything. I know that's not the first thing. An album is not the first thing I'm going to drop because I feel like an album needs to be anticipated. So I want to start with some singles and, and start, you know, trying to warm it up and get that album to the point of anticipation. Yeah. Different ball game now uh, from the yeah. from the profile days, you know. Um, I mean, everything from the recording process to the promotion of the out finished product. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I think uh, let's see here. We got uh, okay. We got Terrell on the line, and we got we got a caller from France. We're gonna get to him, uh, the homie Sin. Okay. We're gonna get to him after we play his song. But uh, I want to bring Terrell back on so he could ask a few questions. You there, Terrell? Hey, Terrell. Uh, what's up, Blue <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, I'm sitting here um, chilling and stuff like okay. that. Uh, man, you know, uh, uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, now, I, I heard, you know, I know your cousin. <laughs> your cousin real well and um mm-hmm. uh she you know she was like um i guess she was staying Which with one? you guys her name is nikki i call her i call her uh brooklyn queen because she say i'm from brooklyn but you know i live in queens and she's out here in san diego i'm in the bay but she out in southern california and that's one of my good friends and stuff she was like yeah sweet tea is my cousin Tell I said what's up. I'm like, okay, you know, so you know how that thing go. But um, she was um explaining it to me like you was like more like um she was like come around, but you was more to yourself. You didn't really you know function too much and stuff like that. Um, I said maybe when she was, she was creating, giving something, you know, uh, cooking up something for the world to hear and stuff like that. So. Um, question on this note here. What um 
like what age when you started rapping? What what motivates you to start rapping? How that start off? Well, all of us were. I don't know. It was. It was just. It was just. It was just a. It was just. It was the beginning. <laughs> That's what I want to call it because everybody was writing rhymes. It was just. It was just beginning of, of 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 a whole phase of of one of the beginning phases of rap itself. Right. What, what right, did you right. think of, um, of you know being from Queens? What did you think of the Bridge Wars when that uh, all that popped yeah. off? Okay. Um, I thought it was I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun. You know, they were just going back and forth with, with, with each other. Wasn't no real beef. You had to worry about guns or nothing in the building. You know, not between just, those just two guys. Maybe hip-hop. the boroughs. Maybe the boroughs tried, but you know. I, th- right. I think it was real cool. I, th- I thought it was I thought it was a, a, a dope concept when they did that. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, because it really changed the game. You know, um, we was hearing it way out here in California. I don't know mm-hmm. how if they was hearing it in Los Angeles, but in the Bay, they always stayed in tune. We had a radio station called KPOO, and they just kept mm-hmm. us hit everything what was going on, so we, we stayed with the latest and knew what was going on out there in New York. And then there was people from New York that was in Oakland and out there and stuff. So they always kept us hip to what was going on. So the city itself was transitioning, you know, to a whole nother thing, and which it is now. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but, yeah, that, 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 that was a, a classic you know, between them, even with Roxanne Shantae, just the Roxanne, Roxanne era and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that was, man, wow. And, you know, you just coming along and being in that, that's history, you know. So I'm glad we got you online and all that stuff. You know. What was it like, uh, you know, we had Sugar T on and we were talking about, um, you know, ageism and sexism in hip-hop. Um what was it like coming up as a female MC in a um, in a genre pretty much dominated by males? You know, back then you had to have lyrical ability and, and uh, you know uh, you had to be able to compete. Man, it must have been uh, rough being you know a female at that time. Actually, it wasn't because because one I could write rhymes and so okay. I did that. And it was always, um, it was always like, like girl representation when you went somewhere. You know what I mean? Like even even to this day when when we do the shows, there's always a thing like, yo, you got to have a female on the set. There's got to be a female uh, MC. There has to be. And so if you were nice enough to do that, then it wasn't like you were for for me, you know, because I wasn't running around like this. You know, some females that spit like dudes so maybe I don't know it became rough for them because they're trying to be dudes when they're rhyming you know but for me it was like yo we got them and we need her you know so that we could we could we could cover all angles so I didn't really it wasn't really an issue for me like that and then you know getting with Herbie I mean he had one of the top acts out at the time and they were female 
you know, we didn't feel like, you know, I didn't feel a, a issue. I never did. So there might be some people that did encounter something like that or feel that way, but I just didn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you made a good point about uh, you know Salt and Pepper. I mean, they um, huge, huge success. Um, mm-hmm. You know, at that time, but um, yeah. I, I, well, I guess everybody has different experiences too. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, maybe maybe depending also on, on where you're from. Maybe if you were a female mm-hmm. from the Bay at that time, maybe you weren't getting the looks. You know, um, right. But yeah, you make a, a good point. Man. You guys were. Uh, you know, moving a lot of units and, you know, doing a lot of stuff. Uh, I want to go to your newest song, um, and then I'm going to come back and bring on Sin over there in France. I know it's uh, about 5 a.m. where he's at. Um, Tell everybody about Mm. this one. It's called uh, I Ain't Doing Love. Tell everybody about this. Well, I Ain't Doing Love was a song that that I wrote where it was like, actually, Pudgy and I collaborated on this song. And it was just about, I don't know, like just resetting, you know, like I'm not, I ain't doing love right now. And, you know, of course, you know, got some slick, some slick shit in the, in the, in the, in the, in the song, you know, talking about, you know, how people be acting, but it was just like, I don't know. It was just like a cool song and, you know, we put the beat on and it just, and it just bobbed out and, you know, we just came up with that. So, and when we listened to some of the other records, we were like, yo, this is a solid song. Just let's put this out first. And, of course, we had, like I told you, like things to come behind it, but COVID hit <laughs> and, and, and everything froze, you know. So we're going to set it off again, you know. But, you know, I, I Ain't Doing Love was like it. I really, really, really like this song, and, you know, I hope you do, too. Well, definitely, definitely. We'll be right back with Sweet Tea, Don't Go Nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you trust, you gave me life. I worked so hard to be queen in your eyes. You gave me chips, I gave you your drip, you just mad cause I started the vibe So many times letting this lie, closing my eyes to the truth Had your girl locked in a bird box, state of mind Sweating my wings and I fly I ain't saying it was a high, but check it When we was together, it's only me rapping when you cozy Turn the OPs, I was there with the bail money, there ain't no question Now you just mad cause I'm saying everything Shouldn't have started, should have just left it. Now that you getting them checks, you getting been in seconds Forget about me and my efforts Don't be mad at me, boy, everything G-boy See, I just had enough Together we supposed to be more, but you can see, boy, shit ain't adding up. Go ahead and let the shit drown, no saving. My work concrete like pavement. You checking on me, then texting flowers. Only thing you need to send is payment. I need Cause you lie, you can never be honest Lie just a lie, you never tried Took me some time 
behind the scene, now I know why I like to move different with all of these guys Why well, no kids coming out of my eyes Yeah, they be having a girl and be cheating Give them your own, you still get me shady I'm in the zone, cause I moved on Calling my phone and your number deleted All that fraud you suspect I don't like to be upset Now you my ass, ain't no respect Just wanna know where the bread at Part of me wishes that we never met Part of me wishes that I could forget Part of me missing, I gotta confess I'd rather lose you and keep my respect Give me them diamond cuts And all that design come out and you know 
you had some sort of voice, but not as much as probably you would now. And so that didn't happen. So yeah. they uh, kind of you kind of had your hands tied. Um, so so like if you were to let's say you submitted an album, um, would would they like pick and choose tracks they wanted to take off or uh-huh. like that one? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Let me tell you so something. You have tracks in the vault. Let me tell you something. I went yeah. to I went to London and I got this and it had um, Soul to Soul record. Soul the Souls record on it. However, do you want it? You know that record, right? Yeah. And and it had it it, it hadn't even come out yet. And I got I, I got in a limo and probably made the most expensive phone call I can make in the world and was like, Herbie, I need studio time. And I took I bought that tape back to um um you know America and went in the studio to recreate it and rhyme on it. And I took it to Profile and said, you have to put this record out. And he told me, Corey told me no. He said, you can't take people's songs that they're singing on and rhyme on them. And this, uh, what year was this? <laughs> this was what, like maybe, it was this 80, 80, 80, 89, I believe. 88, something like that, somewhere around that time. Cause I was over there doing shows when I got that tape, and um, so he stopped me from putting out putting out probably the first song where it would have been somebody singing record that was current right there at the time with rhymes on it, and he told me I couldn't do it. Uh, I'm sure he could have worked something out with the artist. All he had to do was make a phone call and try it and, and be innovative and say, "Yo, let's let's try this. Let's be first at this. Let's do it." You know, and um, yeah, and that record yeah. is a, was a smash when it came out. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. I took that tape off somebody's. Yeah, I took it. I took that tape off somebody's desk at a record label, so they had had the tape before it was even released. You know, and so yeah. that I mean that goes to show you that you know it's like you know you don't have control. You know, you don't have control. Uh, all the time. And then when I put out Why Did It Have to Be Me, I said, put it on the B side. And let's just put it on the B side and see how it works. And they just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's crazy. I, I, I always hear one of the common denominators doing this. I always hear that, um, you know, labels play a part sometimes in almost the demise of an artist. Like um, they'll put artists on the shelf. Uh, you know they'll sign them to a good deal and then never put nothing out. Uh, I always wondered why they did that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's talent and music that's just sitting there. You know. Did you uh, um, ultimately uh, end up leaving Priority because of stuff like that? It took a minute. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? It took a minute. Yeah. Hello. I'm sorry. I I I, I uh, mm-hmm. you were cut off for, for whatever reason for uh, like the mm-hmm. last uh, twenty seconds. I'm sorry about that. Okay. I don't know what happened. You disappeared. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. You're clear now. Okay. 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 Yeah. So yeah, they they 
I guess they they're doing what they think is best. You know, I'm I'm not saying I, you know, I can't just say okay they're trying to maliciously, not you know work for us. You know, because for crying out loud they signed us to to make the money, but I don't know. Sometimes I don't know who the heck they're listening to when yeah, it comes to some of the decisions. Yeah, because yeah, when you come to them with a good idea like that, um, yeah. you expect there to be support there, you know. Um, but, you know, it happens. It happens. Yeah. And, uh, you got any, you got another question, brother? Um, yeah. But um, can you tell us about Jesse Joyce? Uh, uh, because he was, uh, she was on uh, It's My Bed, of course. Can you tell us about mm-hmm. her? Jazzy Joyce. When I got with Herbie Lovebug, I recorded It's My Beat. And before we put it out, I went to a, a it was a park jam, and Joyce was outside. Um, and she was, oh, my gosh, she was amazing on the turntables. So I was like, I want to meet her. And then I met her, and I said, yo, let's work together. Let's be a group. Let's, you know, do, you know, you be my DJ. And so I even went to profile to make sure that it was the record was say CT and Jazzy Joyce on it. And I went back in the studio and made a fourth verse. If you listen to it, it's my beat, there's four verses. So I put a fourth hmm. verse on it to put her on the record and make sure that I, you know, say Jazzy Joyce, you know what I mean? A couple of times so that she would have something to cut with. So we could like have this, this stage show. Cause we had a great stage show. Um, but after we dropped the record, because, you know, we just, it just didn't work. It didn't work. So, I mean, we're still cool to this day. She's an amazing DJ. And um, we just had to part, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't, you know, like really, really argumentative. It was just with Herbie involved and, like, how she wanted to move. And how Herbie wanted me to move wasn't coinciding. And Herbie's first priority was me, you know, to get this project going. And she wanted to go in a whole nother direction. So he was like, okay, so we're going to continue with 3T this way. And you can go that way because you don't, you're not trying to, you know, you know, keep this together. So, you know, so it just, you know, it, it was, you know, we still speak. We definitely still speak. And I call her every now and then, or she calls me every now and then to check in. Funkmaster Flex called us a couple of years ago and wanted us to do a show in Manhattan together. So we, we you know, we jumped right into rehearsal real quick and went in Manhattan and, and you know, did the little Sweet Tea and Jazzy Joyce reunion. So we had fun, you know. So and she's good. She's good. Okay, right. You got also a Christmas in Holly's version with you and Run GMC on a profile records at 88. Can you tell us about it? Yes. So Herbie came to me and said, Toy, you know, Profile is doing the, the a Christmas album and you have to do a record. So we just, we picked a beat and just sat there and, you know, wrote some Christmas rhymes and, um, and you know, got on that album. And so it was kind of cool because when the single got put out, it was me and Run DMC were the singles that got put out off that um off that Christmas album. So 
I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I have a Christmas song. I think, you know, when I hear it at Christmas time, I just smile, you know, to have a, a historical Christmas song. Everybody, you know, like I mean, you hear it in Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like JetBlue uh, licensed it. So I'm sure some people on the airplane were listening to it, you know, so it's cool. It's cool to have Christmas huh. songs. <laughs> yeah. You, you got also a dope song was in '95 as a name of Sugar. It was What's a, What's Up Star. Yeah, a dope song. Can I talk about this one too? Well, when I signed to JMJ, he thought it would be Jam Master J thought it would be like uh, an idea to change my name and just because I had I had done some songs and I was just referring to myself as Sugar, as Sugar in some of the records, just as an AKA. And he was like, yo, I like that. Let's try to move forward with that. And when he went for me to meet with Russell, he didn't tell Russell that Sweet Tea was coming. He told Russell it was Sugar. And he was like, yo, I like her records. I want to see her. And then when I met with him, when I walked in the door, Russell just started laughing because he knew who I was, you know? And so, you know, I got to deal with Jam Master J, and that song went on the soundtrack to the show, and we shot the video right away for it. And um, the only thing that we really found out after that is even as I'm out there with Ole, the the, the pictures that say sugar on them, all the fans just say, could you please sign my picture, Sweet Tea? You know, so... We were. I was like, okay, so we're gonna have to figure out how to incorporate sweet tea back into this. But that record was, that record was just. I mean, we vibed out in the studio and just came up with that. And it was all. It was always about, you know, guys buy girls drinks, but girls can buy guys drinks too if they like them, you know. And so that was the kind of like the point of the song. So. You know, everybody pretty much rocked out to that record. It was a it was a cool song. What what was yeah, Russell Simmons okay. like? Ah, Russell Simmons is Russell Simmons is a very um again, that's a businessman right there. That's a businessman. He's gonna you know, when he's when he believes in something he's gonna you know, he's gonna go full ahead with it and his energy was great, and it was it was really cool to be around him. I mean, I just and I know him just from being in Queens, you know, because we all just yeah. came up, you know, we all came up here together. Yeah, he. Um, I mean, he, that that whole era. I mean, it was just phenomenal. You know, then yeah. then a young LL Cool J burst on the scene. I think he was like fourteen. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a amazing time. The Fat Boys, you know mm-hmm. that that was my introduction. You know, um, I mean, those guys. I I think every I was just about six or seven years old, but I think any kid that seen them loved them. You know, mm-hmm. they were just uh, mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, golden era yes. hip hop, for sure. Uh, Sin, you got any more? Um, Anymore, oh, it's, it's all right now. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, he, he's our encyclopedia over there in France. So he knows. Yeah, what time is it over there? 
Yeah, what time? <laughs> uh, it's um, 3, 3, 3 a.m. A.M. Wow. Wow. Man, that's dedication. That's de- yes. He loves his Thank you. That's real. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, that's, that's what's up. Um, i tell you what, uh, Terrell, uh, do you have any more questions, brother? Yeah, I do. When you coming to California... Listen, if they could get if, if everybody could get this thing together, like you know, I'm not used yeah. to not traveling. I would love to come uh, out there. I know everybody's stuck in the house. I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody I know, you know, even Fonda. I'm like, man, she's mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna come out there to Cali. I'm like, when you come to Cali, hit me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna have you everywhere. You know, so yeah, definitely. Um, I think that uh, you know, the, uh, like this generation is really kind of like they don't really know about the old school. You know, I talk to a lot of my little cousins and stuff, and they, you know, they millennium babies. I'm like, look, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was, you know, a generation before y'all. You know, what I'm saying that was just doing it. You know, and it's, it's you know, you can learn a lot. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I think what y'all should do is just put on an old school concert. You know what I'm saying? With the with the old school, and you know the the young generation can see, you know, and learn. You know, we need the teachers, man, to come back. You know, would you do a versus definitely. battle? Would I do a versus battle? You know, when I sat there and thought about it and said, who would I do that with? Yeah. Who would be? Was, yeah, who would? Who would be the peer that I would do that with? You know, one. I don't. I ain't never yeah. thought about that. <laughs> because you know, short and uh, forty, they have they had fun with it. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, it would have to be. Um, I mean, there's so many. You know, you oh, really yeah. have to think on that. You couldn't go up I against Salt Pepper because it would be like um, a group against one uh, uh, solo artist. Yeah. Yeah, and they and yeah. they have two way too many more records than I have. Had to be somebody that's on like a level, you know what I mean? Because after a while, there wouldn't be any more of my records, older records playing. They have a ton of records. Yeah, or maybe yeah. a crew, you know, take all, make Kid and Play, <laughs> Salt and Pepper, you, and then go up, go up against maybe the Juice Crew or something. Or I don't know, you know. <laughs> There's so many possibilities. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. But that well, would yeah, be I thought about that. I get maybe one last question with uh with the Lost Boys. You did a, a dope song, Your Arena. Can you tell us about your relationship with the Lost Boys? Well, me and uh, Cheeks and uh, it's so sad that we lost him. Um, but um, we. We had fun that night when we recorded that song, and that song got lost in the shuffle because at that particular time, Jam Master J lost his deal with Def Jam, and that they were in the middle of like parting ways after all the years that he had had a deal there, um, not with Randy MCs, but his record label deal. And so that never got put out. It just got lost in the shuffle somewhere. So 
you know, I still I just did a show with Mr. Cheeks um like last year. It was a show in this beautiful rooftop hotel. So I see him, you know, but we didn't get a chance to we didn't even get a chance to work on on that song at all. I didn't even yeah, know Chapman. They lost his deal. I thought he just you know, parted ways. You know, just yeah. Well, I mean, you know, whatever the fine lines were that went on with that, he they separated. And so yeah. then there was a choice of whether I stayed at Def Jam because there wasn't a deal left once he left. You know, there wasn't wow. any, you know what I mean? So I just wanted a release. Yeah. So that's what happened at that point. Mm-hmm. So I recorded an album and that didn't get to get put out. And that Lost Boy songs was one of the songs. Oh, uh, so that that's something that's um, in the vaults, pretty much. Then, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What would how would you describe that project though? Uh, uh, was it pretty dope at that time? Well, it was very. It was. I was. I wanted. I wanted one type of music, and Jay wanted me to do something different. He wanted me to be more of this like um battle type of uh uh rap, you know not battle but you know, spitting and hard beats and I said, Listen, I wanna be like I want give me some R and B records and let me rhyme on those. But you know, 'cause even the What's Up Star kinda had that R and B feel. Like I wanted that kind of music and to do some collabs with singers and do, you know, music like that. And so we were trying to get a solid direction with everything when that deal fell because, you know, I could still go record whatever I wanted if I wanted to go to any one of my studios and just record. So I kept bringing R&B songs to the table, you know, trying to, like, get that project really the way I wanted it to be. But it didn't get a chance to evolve all the way before the deal, the complete deal ended. With um, JMJ. Yeah, when um, oh. man, when when he got killed, that uh, that crushed so many people. I mean, that was uh, such a tragic event, and uh, yeah. now they just uh, they just found the the the, the killers. Um, yeah. You know that's uh, you know a huge loss, you know, uh, for the world because he was so talented. Yeah. Yes, he was. You know, yes, he was. What was it like? What was it like? Uh, um, I mean, what was he like as a person? You know, just just working with him and knowing him. He was real, like easy, but he was just like, "Yo, you got to do this." Like he was really like supportive, and you know, he, he was great with like. When I was like setting up my stage show because the sh- that 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 record um, that movie the show Russell sent out a tour. We we it was me Method Man Red Man Wu Tang um, um, Onyx. We were out on the road for quite a while doing shows for that for that um, that 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 album. And, you know, Jay just helped set the show up and, you know, he would come out and 
because I was the only girl on the tour. I was the only girl on the tour bus. That they, they, um, he was really, 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 really supportive and making sure that everything was going the way it needed to go. So uh, he definitely had an energy about him. Yeah, it sounds like he was looking out for you, you know, yeah. making sure you were good. Um, yeah. But you're on that tour bus with Method Man, uh, Red Man, <laughs> Onyx. The contact high you had must have been just insane, like you were tripping. On shrooms or something. I, what, no, they didn't do that. that. Oh, no, they, they didn't, didn't smoke on that. the bus. Mm, they didn't do that oh. when. They didn't do that when we were like when it was daytime and we were traveling. They didn't do that. They they have their downtime. You know, everybody's cool. We we you know we just had fun on the bus. It there was no smoking on the bus. Well, that, that, I would say that, that would be something Willie Nelson would appreciate. It's <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, yeah, because uh, when it was daytime, it was daytime. Everybody was cooling yeah. out. You know, once we got where we was going and we were in the hotel and it was turn-up time and everybody was getting ready and we show and that's when everything else got different. But on the bus, everybody was asleep or, you know, vibing or thinking or talking. And so we had a lot of great moments, you know, just a lot of talent on that, on that bus. Yes, it yeah. was. Yes, yeah. it was. That's uh, probably uh, one of the highlights, I would imagine, uh, of many in your um, mm-hmm. your made career. I'm glad to see uh, you're still here doing it. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us. Uh, does anybody else have any more questions before we go? Terrell, Sin, um, do you have any more? I like to run the heart. <laughs> oh, go go yeah. on here. Hmm? So, Sin, is that you? You good? No, no. Yeah, I think no. Yeah, I think Sin's good. <laughs> uh, okay. Terrell, you got anything else, brother? Oh, Thank oh, you, Sin. oh. Um, collaboration. Mm-hmm. Open to collaboration with different artists. Absolutely. If it yeah. if it makes sense, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because you know nowadays, well, you know a lot of people be like, well, you gotta holler at my, you know, my manager, or you gotta holler at my folks. We'll set everything up. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know out this way, a lot of artists are, you know, they they own self. They like, no, mm-hmm. it's independent. <laughs> no, yeah. I, for me. And I'm making these moves. It's, it's all me. I'm the boss of this. So you the know, artist a lot of controls other... pretty much everything now. Yeah, yeah, right. They well, they they they've been doing it for years out here, and you know we kind of like raised up on that independent thing because we never really had the, you know, the opportunity the label. with the major label. So yeah, so it was like okay, come from the trunk, you know, and then unfortunately yeah. a few of them got signed and then once they got on and got to a certain level then they started their own thing and started helping the underdog you know mm-hmm. with their stuff yeah. and that, that kind of taught us the independent label so then it's like your money is your money I ain't got to split nothing this is yeah. all my money <laughs> it just you know it just got to be a good it just got to be a good song you know 
If it actually right, just makes right. sense for me to be on it, you know, it was somebody that gave me a couple of songs that, you know, I, I would have loved to have done if they had been, you know, something that I could have done. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, if I'm working on a plan and I'm trying to sound, you know, a certain type of way, I can't go backwards, you know? Right. Right. I can't Definitely. go backwards. Definitely. I could yeah, love you to death. I could love you yeah. to death, but I can't go backwards. You know, I can't right, right. hurt hurt, you know. So that's what yeah. I mean by like if it makes sense. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because as artists, you know, you you grow. You know, growth mm-hmm. is a good thing. You know, and um a lot of old school artists I, I see them grow. You know, even with yeah. uh too short knee forty. I'm like, dang, they still in the game. Like they and they yeah, triple O G's and they still here. So growth is a good thing. You know, I salute that. So definitely, yeah. um, you know, I'm with you on that. So I'm seeing eye to eye with you on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's well, what's I, up. I'll tell you what, uh, sweet tea. I'll tell you what. I want to give you the floor before we get out of here. We've done enough talking. Um, let everybody know, you know where they can get you check out your music and, and give them the business. Yes. So I Ain't Doing Love is available on all platforms. And if you want to reach out to me on social media, it's Sweet T, the MC, S-W-E-E-T-T-E-E, the T-H-E-M-C, on all social, on all social media platforms. So... You know, just um, let's highlight your girl. That's what's up. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Terrell. Thank you, Sin. And uh, everybody uh, supports me. Thank you. Absolutely. You take care and be safe. Thank you. You too. Bye. Good night.